Hi, I'm James Hartnett, and I'm dying to go all the way. James, what are you talking about? That's filthy. I'm not being rude. I'm talking about our Patreon account. Oh! <laughs> We're more than halfway to our goal of $100 on Patreon. And as soon as we go all the way to $100, we are going to start making bonus episodes for our generous fans. Episodes that'll make you jump up, stamp your feet, clap your hands, and say, oh yeah. Anyway, so be sure to visit patreon.com slash landlord tenant and help us out. And if you're not able to do that, that's fine. We'd love it if you just rated and reviewed us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you very Thank you. much. Everybody and welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess, the only show that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi everybody, I'm one of your hosts, I'm Landlord James. I'm the other co-host, I'm Tenant Mike. <clears throat> Glad to see you all again here, listeners. Yes, it's good to be back, Mike. Very nice to be back. How are you doing? Well, as you can see, I- I've-, I've looked better. Yeah, uh, listeners can't see bad. this. Well, yeah. Uh, let me explain. My left eye is sh- like stuck shut, and I'll explain mm. why uh, momentarily. Yeah, it's it looks like um, your eye. Remember in uh, Super Mario, those Venus fly traps that comes out of the pipes. Yeah. Your eye kind of looks like a mangled version of one of those. A Venus fly trap. Well, remember those? They shoot fireballs. Yeah, I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to be afraid of them. Well, now I'm afraid of you, <laughs> or be afraid of yourself. So if we are to take this metaphor uh, to its conclusion, would that make you Mario or Luigi? Oh, I'd be a Mario. Really? Alpha male. Alpha male, yeah. So you think Luigi is a, a beta male, the beta, beta male brother who's not as you know, heroic? cuck type. No doubt about it. Are you kidding me? You think Luigi is a cuck? Yes, I do. I mean, just think about the relationship. Mario ends up with the princess. Luigi's like, uh, good for you, Mario. I'm so happy. I'm fine. I go home. I never thought about that. Yeah. Do, do, do you think he has someone special in his life? Because it's Probably sad. Toad. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, you don't want to get with Toad. Shit. <clears throat> That's the mushroom if you're not a Mario Brothers player. Yeah. Do you think Luigi ever spies on Mario <laughs> and the princess? Like, he like has a little, <clears throat> his little hole in... In uh, the wardrobe, he sits in there and he peeks on them when they're... I could see that, because no one's ever really gotten into the question. What, you know, do Mario and the princess get together? I'm sure they do. They're in a relationship. He rescues her enough. They're not hardcore Christian, so they're probably doing it. Although they are probably, being Italian, they probably are Roman Catholic. Well, that is true. Which is never (laughs) explored in in the game. Yeah, but think about it. They... Mario... Is probably Catholic, but you know these these <laughs> you know these Italian guys. They go to church. They believe in God, but they leave it. They, in, but yeah. they're not gonna not get it on with the princess. Italian stallion. You know, yeah. Like, think oh, I know, it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so 
my guess is Mario and Princess do make love regularly. And yeah, Luigi does have a vibe of someone who, uh, sure, or put put a nanny cam in the bedroom and be a big (laughs) pervert and watch later. Because I bet Mario doesn't spy on Luigi and Toad getting up to anything. Mario is like a normal guy. You know, Alex Jones often talks about he's sick of these nerds, these weirdo nerds. And like to Alex Jones, which I agree with, the jocks are they're the sort of people you can trust. And I think in this scenario, you know, Mario does read like a upstanding sort of tough man's man. And Luigi's like one of these weird nerds who, uh, you know probably ran Pizzagate or whatever. Uh, What was that pizza place? Uh, uh, (laughs) I shouldn't go down this road. Let's just forget this part. But uh, Comet Ping Pong Pizza. Right. Yeah. I love Luigi, and I think Mario's a sort of a nasty guy. So I'll leave (laughs) it at that. I guess that's the difference between you and me. Anyway, I'm looking at the... Wow, we've we've talked for a long time about Mario Brothers right off the top. We have, and that's why we're so popular... (laughs) <laughs> and all of our listeners are always, you know, spreading the word to their friends that, oh, you got to listen to this amazing show where they talk about um, <clears throat> the the Catholic faith of the Mario Brothers. Anyway, how was your week, Mike? Oh, not too good. And uh, I already mentioned before that my eye is stuck shut. And mm. it is because of you, James. And I'm very mad. Now, we had quite a, a fight, listeners, before we started recording today. Um... How do I explain this? Well, the other day I went to the washroom or the restroom for our American listeners, and I saw this uh, glass of orange juice on the counter. And I stupidly thought that James had left a glass of orange juice for me as a gift because we're tensions are high. James is, is bunking with me in my very small apartment because he's experiencing financial difficulty, and that's fine. And it's nothing for you know you to be ashamed of, James. I'm not. It's nothing, you know. Uh, anyway, I thought you had it was like a peace offering. This this glass of orange juice. So I took it in my hand. I took a big swig of it, chugged the whole thing in one go, and yuck! It was all full of bugs. And the orange juice was clearly rotten, stank to high heaven. And there was soap in there, too. There was soap in there, and I was next cut to me, vomiting mm-hmm. bugs and old orange juice and soap into the sink and the toilet and all over the floor. Well, I'm... Okay. And it wasn't a, a peace offering of a, a nice, fresh glass of orange juice, was it, James? No, it wasn't. It was a fruit fly trap I set up in the bathroom because there were a ton of fruit flies in the bathroom... Because I forgot I put a bunch of banana peels next to the toilet. Um, yeah, this, this each part of what you just said makes zero sense. Why were there banana peels in the toilet? I like to eat bananas on the toilet, Mike. Ever heard of protein? Do you know how much protein you use when you go to the bathroom? Whatever. You gotta replenish that. Bananas have pro I know they have potassium. Do they have no, protein? They're protein. Really? Yes. So you can build <laughs> You can build muscles by eating Bananas and yes. going to the gym? You want as much protein in your body as, as soon as possible after you get it out. Anyway, why would you think... If That's there, messed if, up. Let me it's... ask listeners this. If you found an, a glass of orange juice in your bathroom, would you think... Oh, I bet that's a gift from my r- roommate. I bet 99% of our listeners will say yes. No, they wouldn't. No one would drink an open juice in a bathroom. Like Clearly, that's not for... 
Why wouldn't I just give it to you? Why wouldn't I put it on the table? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Juice isn't meant to be drunk, and if you see it, you shouldn't drink it. Not That's next, the natural not, thought. Not when it's just sitting in your skanky bathroom. Well, it's only skanky because we're two men in a standoff over who's going to clean it. Anyway. Not going to be me. Anyway, we had quite a fight about that, and uh, you know, I've imposed a no fruit in the bathroom rule because of that. No fruit juice either. And I am contesting this rule. Um, if I, I find a single banana or a peach in the bathroom, you're out of here. You're like the government, and I'm like one of these dudes in the South who's saying, you know what, government, you can't tell me what to do. I don't go by your laws. Well, So that's what the standoff we're in right now. I'm basically a freedom fighter, and well, you're the overbearing socialist g- the government. government. Well, we'll see who wins. <sighs> anyway, anyway, I did feel bad. Mike that he vomited so much and drank so many fruit flies so every time I sneeze or even exhale a big thick chunk of them a clump of them come out of my my head well um, I, I made it I made it up to you didn't I mm, in a way I yeah. bought us a super high-end um, l- like cafe level cappuccino machine and this is a high-end yeah. cappuccino machine I love cappuccino I can't get up in the morning without one and um, I bought us a really, really nice big one. It takes up it's most hu- of your counter space. It's humongous. There's not even mm. room for the toaster. It's kind of too big for the counter. Well, it's a gift, Mike. And how much did you spend on that again? <sighs> oh. A gentleman doesn't kiss and tell, but... Just tell me how much you spent on it. Well, about six grand. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, well, how much do you think they cost? Well, I don't know. I've never it's, looked them up. It's retail, like it's, it's retail quality. It's... So let me get this straight. You're staying at my house because you're... So let me get this straight. You're staying at my apartment because you're having money issues, and yet you spent $6,000 on this cappuccino machine. Mike. Does not compute. I have, I have living money. I have pocket money. I don't have large amounts of capital. Uh, those are some big pockets, That's then. why I'm renting out my house, and that's why I'm crashing with you temporarily. Of course I have money to live. Okay. I have money to buy a friggin' cappuccino machine. I have money to go to the Raptors game courtside with my son. Yeah. I don't have money to pay my mortgage. It's, it's a difference. For now. And if, this is only temporary. And you don't have money to pay for coffee beans either because we've had it now for almost a week and we have yet to make a single uh, cup of coffee with that because... Um, well, it's very complicated. Yeah. And if you try reading that manual, holy smokes. Anyway. It's not my machine. <clears throat> I guess that's our oh, week. Bit of tension. A little bit of tension. I think it's coming through in everyone's earbuds right now, but... Uh, why don't we take a breath and do something fun? Mm. Let's do a segment. That's a great idea, and uh, this is kind of a fun segment. It was one of your ideas, which is very rare. That's true. It's very rare to for that to happen. That's very true, and uh, it's a and it's probably going to be one of the better ones we've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an idea I had called the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad. And the ugly. Howdy, partner. Don't shoot! <laughs> now, I'm sure a lot of, some of the older listeners are going to hear that and think, oh, are they doing um, a cowboy movie? <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. No. Is Clint Eastwood going to, going to join the, us? No. No. Mike and I are each going to talk about something going on with us that is good, another thing that's bad, and another thing that's ugly. Ugly. Yes. So, um... Why don't you go first? I'll go first. Okay. 
my good is um, that as your as you age, your penis is supposed to shrink. But I went to the doctor recently, and it turns out mine has been growing. Um, this is very what? rare. It's very uncommon. But yep, my penis was a certain size at birth, and it's going to keep growing until I die, kind of like your nose or your ears. And I uh, went what? to the doctor, and he actually showed me a prediction of what it will look like when I'm 70, and it honestly, it's friggin' awesome. What? So, there's they my have, good. They have that kind of technology to project? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like a 3D imaging thing. It's gonna be nuts, so <laughs> I, I'm the lo- older I get, the better life we'll get. I don't understand. Well, let me ask you, here's a sort of touchy question. You know, when we die, our fingernails and our hair uh, keep growing. Uh, is that going to continue with you? Did the doctor tell According you? to the doctor, yes. So, boy, oh boy, better not be open casket. Uh, you might, might have to get uh, two caskets. <laughs> yeah. One for you and one, yeah, for your... Uh, Archaeologists penis. will have a field day with me, you know, right. years, 200 years from Archaeologists now. Archaeologists hate this man. You know those internet things? <laughs> yeah. So my first uh, good... Of the good, the bad, and the ugly. My first thing is, um, here's something I think is good. Subway sing-alongs. Something I've started doing recently. I've been in a sort of bad mood lately. You know, it's fall. It's getting dark early these days. So I'm trying to bring some joy in the world. And I have done that by leading passengers in subway sing-alongs during rush hour in the morning and rush hour at night. I sing all sorts of, um, you know, songs people know. Elton John songs, Billy Joel Beatles songs, some Motown classics, even. And everyone Why? loves it. Why? Well, mostly everyone loves it, not everyone. Nobody loves that. People like people like music. Oh, God. That's the worst thing I can imagine. Being on the subway and a bunch of dudes like you start singing Elton John. Well, it's just me, usually, yeah. Oh, God. Some of the old folks do sing along, but, uh, yeah. It brings me happiness. <laughs> well, anyway. You and you alone. All right. Now time for my bad. <clears throat> I'm afraid (laughs) to hear what it is. Here's my bad. I thought I had mono. It's actually why I went to the doctor in the first place. I have, um, you know, I've been working at the CN Tower at Mike's old job. And um, as you do at work, I've been dating lots of the ladies who work there and kissing them. That's That's against the staff policy, by the way. Either way, I thought I've kissed so many people at this job. I must have mono. But I went to the doctor, and uh, turns out I'm fine. And to be honest, I wasn't even all that tired anyway, so I'm not even sure why I thought I had mono. It might have been like a dream or something that made me think that. But anyway, God. yeah, so I'm completely fine, and I'm still going on lots of dates. So that's my bad. Well, you know, had you had mono, that would have been a bit of a wake-up call. Could have been a good thing. Actually. Well, don't yeah, happen. All right, here's my bad. The other day when I was doing one of my Subway sing-alongs, a young man in a business suit. He had those, you know, wireless earbuds mm-hmm. in. I kept poking him and, like, a- inviting him to sing along, and he wouldn't do it, and his face turned red. Uh, almost as red as your skin. And mm-hmm. he, after about the sixth or seventh poke, he stood up and said, like, leave me alone. And he spat a big swig of cola in my left eye. Hmm. Oh, okay. That was so, bad. And that's why you have this eye problem, huh? That is why I have the eye problem that I talked about earlier. That's why my eye is stuck shut. I can't oh, open it. And when I do open it, I, it's everything looks weird. So Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Alright, here's my ugly. Um, that is that um, because I bought that high-end cappuccino machine, 
Uh, I, I did have a email conversation with my accountant, and he has told me that I'm going to have to stay here for at least another couple of weeks. Oh, God. So that's my ugly, but... Bring it back. Bring no, the machine back. I, do you know the shame if a guy like me returns something? The shame involved if you're a high roller like me? I'd we don't return stuff, Mike. We just don't. I'd love to see a TMZ video of that. Okay, and my final thing, here's my ugly. It's me! Oh. I'm ugly! <laughs> because my eye is stuck shut. Because that young man spat cola in my eye, and now when I see myself in the mirror, I go, ah! I do too. You look bad. Well, hopefully the doctor can fix it next week. But uh, until then, you know... I won't be uh, strutting down the catwalk at Paris Fashion Week. Well, too bad Halloween has passed because you wouldn't have had to buy a costume. Right. <laughs> I could have just been myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that was, <laughs> that was the good, the, the bad, bad, and, and the, the ugly. That was right. great. That was great. Um, well, why don't we take a quick break and come back with our guest? Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's time for you all to meet our guest this week. This is exciting. Now, we're recording this in the past. You'll be hearing it in the future. And that ties in nicely with our guest's area of expertise. His name is Gulad Abdi, and he is a uh, futurologist, I believe? That is correct, yes. Uh, futurologist, uh, man with visions of the future, or just future man, for short. Future, future man. man. That's, That's the coolest... Cool. coolest why anyone on this show has ever been described yeah it's 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 a it's a cool title but it also comes with a lot of responsibility kind of like spider-man oh well, that right. makes sense you can't be a future man and then be a big loser you have to be you have to have your crap together and i do if you come to my house uh you will see that i live a minimalist lifestyle i do not even own a couch oh my wow. god because i'm i'm getting ready for the future oh so no couches in the future. You heard it here first, everybody. Why is that? Uh, in the future, uh, our legs will be bionic, so we'll have no need to sit down. The future's going to look pretty good. That wow. makes sense. Doi. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So as a future man, um, what, what does that entail? Have you been to the future? <laughs> uh, well, we still don't have technology to go to the future, right. but I have had a lot of visions, uh, most of them on mushrooms, and they have told me oh. all I need to know. I've also watched a lot of science fiction movies. Really? <clears throat> that makes sense. You know, I, I've i heard on the Joe Rogan podcast, he talks about psychosibilin uh, mushroom stuff that changes your brain. And I'm not surprised that you did those mushrooms and you could get a glimpse of the future. Does Joe Rogan, though, claim to have traveled or seen the future? I think so. Imagine. I think he's a time traveler. Well, like, here's what a gym will look like in the year 3330. Maybe. Well, mm -hmm. go back and look at news radio Joe Rogan and look now. He's aged a lot. I guess he has traveled into so, the future. You know? Yeah. Yes, anyway. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so do you have any like overall like like statements about what you think the future will be like, Guled? Um, I think the future uh, is going to be pretty good. I, I think w one thing uh, people should keep in mind is that the future is going to be a lot sicker than the present. Oh. Now Mike thinks that's a bad thing, but you mean sick like good, right? Sick as what the uh, the cool kids call good. I know. Yes. I knew that's what you he meant. thought. That meant we're gonna get sick. No, I didn't see visions of hospitals. I saw visions no. of cool people. I would yeah. love it if the future was sick. 
And I, I think it will be, because uh, I, I, I truly think uh, right now we're being limited by gravity, and in the future, the possibilities are endless once we're floating. Wow. Oh, gravity's going the way of the dodo. Very much so, yeah. Wow. Now, when I hear you say that, I get uh, a little bit nervous, I have to admit, because I'm thinking, the gravity stops, so all of my uh, teacups and my computer is going to start crashing into the ceiling. How do I make sure... Uh, that doesn't happen, and I lose uh, everything I own. Uh, well, you will have to tether down a lot of your stuff. Uh, that's right. going to be... We're going to have a lot of uh, adhesive strips. Uh, some things are futuristic. Other things are still very much in the present technology that we currently have. Hmm. So a lot of adhesive on <laughs> all the surfaces. Well, well so it's kind of going to be a bit messy, maybe. Like, not... Yeah. Note to business people out there, invest in tape. Yes, <laughs> very much. The tape, joke, tape will be will be. The, I think one of the most expensive products in the future. Yeah, I can see that. Well, I've got a question though. How how are we are we going to be able to walk around? Is that is that where the bionic legs come in? Yes. So the bionic legs will have the uh, technology. Like you know when uh, you see the movies where people are using, uh, they turn on. Like they turn off gravity, but then they hit a button on their boot yeah. that allows them to tether themselves to the ground. Like a suction boot kind exactly. of Exactly. So very similar to that. So the bionic <sighs> legs will have that built in. And at any point, if we're like, oh, you know, uh, I'm tired of floating for a while. Like it's nice to fly, but I would like to enjoy strolling in the park with my partner of the future. Right. Uh, you can hit that boot and both of you guys can enjoy the parks. Can I ask you guys a question about legs? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. You know, sometimes you see guys in shorts and they have big, muscular, thick-ass legs. Do you think that's good-looking or not? Hmm. Like, what's a what's a good leg for a man to have, attractiveness-wise? Um, do women, and you know, like a, th- a thin leg or do they like a big, fat leg? I think they like a big, fat leg. I, I'm not a woman. Or, you know, I'm anyone just... who's attracted to men. I'm not right. trying to be. I'm not. Absolutely. Good point. Mm-hmm. I, I do I do find uh, bigger uh, legs uh, attractive, especially mm-hmm. on men and even on women too. Uh, right, you know, like uh, when I say women are like very defined calf muscles, and I, I specifically mention calves because I don't care anything for the hamstrings or or the quads. Oh. I truly believe the calves all is where that. all the power mm. is. It is the, the calf about is the like the butt of the leg. <laughs> And you heard we it here. like them big. Absolutely. You know, honestly, if it, in the future, uh, I, I hope that rap music videos will be strictly <laughs> just calves. People shaking their calves and <laughs> wow. flexing them. I like big calves, and I cannot lie. Imagine if Sir Mix a Lot did a remake. Uh, well, in the that future, song. that might be what we have. Very much so. Wow. Robot Mix a Lot. Right. Well, that's interesting bridge to another topic robots. I said the R word robots. Yep. Popular culture isn't very kind to robots. I'm thinking of uh, Hal from Space Odyssey. Mm. He's murderous. I'm thinking of uh, um, other killer robots in Star Wars and such. I'm thinking of, you know, Wally. Um, are they going to be constantly trying to murder us in the future or will they become our friends? Well, I, you know what? I, I think in the future uh, we will judge a robot uh not by the glow in their eyes but mm-hmm. by the programming in their shell that is beautiful and uh so we we will hopefully see every robot for what they are and that some of them exterior wise might look like they are murderous but they're actually programmed to just tell you fun trivia facts Ooh, yeah i'm in i love it yeah 
I saw some uh, program on TV, and they, uh, they a guy thought that someday robots could even act and uh, and write songs and do the arts. Can you believe that, Michael? Imagine hearing stand up comedy from a robot. <laughs> I'm trying to think what. What the routine would be? Would it be like, don't you hate it when zero zero one 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 zero one 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 zero? Am I on the right track there? A, a little bit, but like, I, I don't know if robots refer to their programming as much. Uh, right. I'm sure they'd want to relate to, just like any stand-up comedian. Uh, what's relatable? I've, what are people going through? I've right. got a good joke. A ro- an alternative comedy robot might do. This, the robot goes on stage and and is silent for like thirty seconds, and the audience is starting to get uncomfortable. And then the robot goes, "Oh, sorry." Forgot to plug myself in. <laughs> Good one, right? Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. But will they be solar powered? They Mike, won't it's have, a joke. If it's a joke, probably won't have plugs. I'm. It's a joke. To... You can imagine, though. I can. Yeah, I can no, imagine. I can. Yeah, imagine a robot acting on a current TV oh. show that people like. Like I'm just off the top of my head. Imagine if in the opening credits of This Is Us or something, mm-hmm. they showed like all the human actors and something like and. <laughs> And Jeffrey, and it was a robot who was in the show. Yeah, I think you know. I I I'm I'm impressed because I know that we as people are creating these robots. Yeah. But the fact that computers can process much faster uh, the information, a lot more information than we can, that I imagine that robot is not only crushing its lines, but mm. also ad libbing based on oh, just minute God. facial reactions from the actors. That would be intimidating oh. to act opposite. A robot when you're like, oh, I don't, I'm shaking all my lines, and you know this robot has is like word perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I, again, I'm gonna take this to a lewd place. I mean, but we're all thinking it. Yep. Sex robots. Mm. That's coming. I wasn't thinking that. It, it's here, but they, they will be coming in the future. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. I had to. I had to. The joke was there. You know, in the future, <laughs> you want to go for the low hanging fruit. Uh, <laughs> if uh, you know, but hopefully, it's 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 still good. Would you guys do it with a robot? That's what no, I want. No. No. Mm-hmm. I go would ahead. not. I, honestly, um, I I don't want to say no because. Uh, if I had said I would never use a computer back in the '60s, mm-hmm. I would look like an idiot now because they can fit in our pockets. Yeah. So right. I don't know. Right now, the first wave of robot sex robots or or, or sex you might want uh, to people, skip the first wave. Yeah. The first, yeah. The, <laughs> It'd be like having sex with like an Atari when you could <laughs> wait until you could have sex with like I don't know uh, Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What is the Nintendo Switch of sex robots? We don't wow, know. Wow, that's so such a I, good point. I, I, you know, you got You really have to. You can't judge it based on now what they look like because there are even right. there are people who are working on making them, uh, making making the you know the sex uh, robots very sentient and also look like human beings. Ooh. And mm. so there, there's a lot of. There still is right now. There's just too much. Uh, uh, there's too much wiring right now. Right. Yeah. There's too much wiring. There's too much. It's very. But I imagine there'll be a time where, where we'll we'll make it so that you know you go to a store and it's not a problem where you walk out with a sex robot and people are like mm. treating the same way as you would if you walk out with right. uh, a vibrator or or, or 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 a cock ring or whatever it is that you're buying. Right. Uh, that people are like, oh, this is. It still is not normal now, but people it, are like, I, oh, it that's will be. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that cock rings are still the thing going forward. <laughs> they will be, yeah. No, because I mean, the the one thing that will still be in the future is uh, amount of uh, there'll still be 
a lot of shame around sex and a yes. lot of people uh, yes. losing their erections uh, with impatient robots too. The robots right. will be understanding on the surface, but you'll never right. know truly what they're feeling on the inside. That Are, make, yeah, that oh. makes sense because like when, you, when you're on a date and you don't get a, a boner, that's humiliating. Imagine not getting one with the robot. That would be the ultimate humiliation. Because mm-hmm. they could put that information instantly uh, across the, the universe. Database. Yeah, into a database. Exactly. That's, that's a big thing we'll be working on, too, is confidentiality, is um, yeah. how we'll, we'll make the contracts easier to read in the future. Yeah, so you know exactly. Have you ever signed up for iTunes? <laughs> read the fine print. You can't. There's too many pages. Too many pages. They, I don't even know if Apple reads the fine print themselves. <laughs> no, they point. trust that the lawyer is like, this will cover everything. <laughs> What, what uh, can, robot? can I just say? Oh. oh, sorry, Mike. I'm sorry for interrupting. I just had one more sex robot. Please comment. Go yeah, ahead. Please. You know what I guess it'll be like? Because you were saying the first wave will be like Atari, the later wave like Nintendo Switch. My guess is in like 100 years from now, there's going to be sex robots that are going to be weird. And I bet, you know, your, your neighbor will be, your weird neighbor will have like a sex robot that looks kind of like a person, kind of like a cat. Oh, oh. you know what I mean? But can't you see that? Honestly. Or like, this is my sex robot, and it's like, you know, it, you know, it's like a spider person. You know what I mean? Because people are weird. Look at the mm. internet. People could, are gonna get order special weird sex robots. You could build your uh, whatever your fantasy is. You could build a robot that looks like that. I guess. You know that that's going down a slippery slope. Because mm. uh, in my mind, it's um, there are some sexual proclivities that uh, are still very much frowned upon, and for good reason. Yes, uh, I'd say the B word, but bestiality. And I do not want <laughs> right. anybody making a robot that looks like my pet hamster or uh, my I don't pet either. Dog. I'm just saying, right. watch out. Yeah, I think there there will be hope. Like my hope is for the future that we will also have some self-regulating mechanisms that when someone tries to customize the robot mm. to look like a pet that it will revert back to just a regular sex robot and say, please choose something that is less frowned upon. It makes you really despair about, uh, you know, humanity's inclinations. Like, we achieve all these amazing technological breakthroughs and we could just end up all just fucking our dogs. Uh, or, you know, facsimiles of them. Yeah. Uh, ro- robots of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet, Mike, if, if it'd be funny if, like, it's way in the future and I come over to your house, Mike, yeah. And uh, you're hiding a sex robot in the closet, and I open the closet, and then your sex robot is like a wretched demon. I could, I could see you having a really mm. disturbing one because you're so repressed. No, I wouldn't have that kind of uh, robot, sex robot, so I don't know why I bring that up. <laughs> Can I ask a question? I, I know he, technically he, it isn't a robot, but currently there is a tour that has been approved by the family. Um, of a hologram Roy Orbison that is actually touring around, actually coming to Toronto uh, soon. Wow. And the Orbison family have given it their blessing, and a hologram Roy Orbison is touring with an orchestra. Do you think that's good? Is the orchestra also a hologram? I'm just wondering. No, they're flesh and bone humans just like the three of us, unfortunately. Right. Do you think that's good? I'm not a big fan of of hologram... um, singers because i feel like that's taking jobs away from real singers uh who could be at those same venues right not to say there isn't uh there there is um a nostalgia factor of of you hear this comment people like i wish i was alive when 
Tupac was in his heyday, mm. you know, or I wish I was alive when, right. you know, when, when, when the Beatles were still together and all of them were alive, you know, it's, uh, there is a nostalgia factor of wanting to be there for all these historic moments in music, uh, however you, where, whatever artists you, uh, prefer, but I do think, um, enjoying the records and the albums they've left behind is better than going to a venue and watching real musicians play fronted by uh, a musician who had their time and plus got yeah. to travel and make money and have all the sex that they wanted yeah. to do you think that roy orbison's ghost or tupac's ghost looks down on the hologram and is like stop, stop it and is there a danger of the hologram getting away from the running away running away and like becoming evil like imagine roy orbison is on stage as a hologram he's like crying and then everyone's applauding, and then he like sneaks away, and he goes on like a rampage. Yeah, he, he steals. He's on the run. He's like breaking windows and stealing yeah. and swearing at people. I'm running away. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. That'd be yeah. cool. Do you think that's bad? Uh, that that is scary because um, we still the laws haven't moved fast enough. How do you try a holo- hologram? Of Roy Orbison. Imagine the trial of hologram Roy Orbison. Yeah. Like, how do you plead? You've killed five people and, you know, stolen. How do you plead, sir? Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you guys ever think, <clears throat> imagine, like, ma- imagine when we're, we've kicked the bucket. Um, I wonder if they'll make holograms of us. Who knows, Mike? This. I hope they don't make one of you. I think <laughs> it's a good chance they will because I've got a lot of money and I'll probably pay to make it happen. But maybe okay. you'll have fans, Mike, who'll make a little Mike hologram and stick it in some, you know, alleyway somewhere and like, oh, do you want to go see the Mike alleyway. Palazzo hologram? It's, you know. Why would it be in an alleyway? Well, I don't know. Somewhere inexpensive, you know. Okay. Well. And, uh, oh, let's go see the Mike Palazzo hologram. Turn off the 401 and it's down this little crappy street. And then there's a little, tiny little hologram and then you pop up and you're like, you know, stay in school, kids, or something. No, I'd say something cooler than that. No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, um, I love to sing on the subway. Well, that's fine, but I wouldn't... Yeah, I'd say something cool. Anyway, we're getting off track here. Sorry. We were talking no, no. about uh, Roy Orbison going <laughs> going on trial. Yeah, Roy Orbison going on yeah. trial. So I, you can't... Yeah, trying a hologram is a little hard. Because my question is, uh, where's the personality being programmed from? Mm. Well, because maybe he's got his own intelligence like the doctor in star trek voyager that was a hologram in the future i would understand that reference Ah. i just again put that usb in my head and just Um, yeah immediately so are you saying the doctor in star trek voyager is a hologram who became uh sentient or like this ding 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 yep okay well and when they started using him he was like uh i'm just a hologram and they don't care about him but then he starts having his own you know personality and mm-hmm. he became his own person he was like a live person but he was he was a photonic being rather than a bionic being is he nice or is he mean he starts out and listen people who've watched voyager will back me up on this he starts out a grumpy little bald guy by the end you love him he's so great and he hmm. has a crush on uh, seven of nine but she is not <laughs> interested hmm. anyway you haven't watched Star Trek. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. But this is—I mean, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the future we're looking at because uh, technology is advancing. So maybe holograms will be the new frontier of, of fighting for their right to be tarot people and also face trial and bald guys and be bald too. Yeah, will there'll be bald exist? holograms and there will be fighting. 
on dating apps to oh. be not judged for the lack of hair, but for the fact that they're also great people. Imagine dating apps in the future. Yes. Because is Tinder, are, are, are you, if, if I may ask, are you mm-hmm. single? Uh, no, currently, currently okay. in, in, a, in a relationship. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yes. Because yeah. um, is Tinder still a, a popular? I don't know. Yes. Uh, uh, in, in currently or in the future? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it like now or the future? Like, will that still be a thing? I believe so. Yes. I believe that uh, location-based sex will still be popular in the future. <laughs> Uh, and I love that phrase, location-based sex. It's it's not as sexy as Tinder, you know, or, mm. or the name of the app, but it is using your GPS to, um, to to have sex with people nearby you. And so I I think that um what I would like for the future uh is um this my vision is for for apps like Tinder to um you get an option to like actually see what people uh you can see the photo that they've taken the okay. best selfie they've taken but then you also get to see an after picture of <laughs> that same selfie so they put mm. the camera down and you get to see mm. oh this is what they look like when the camera's not at like peek behind uh, the curtain above idea. their head i've got a good idea for a future dating app <clears throat> you sw- if you if you both swipe right you each get to go on a virtual date with their hologram see if you like them and if you do then you go on the real date with actual flesh humans. That is good. I think in the future it's right? all about being time efficient. They yeah. can call the app "Actual Flesh Humans." Yeah, uh, da- the dating app. That's yeah. actually a really good idea. Mm-hmm. You could also even do stuff like I know this is a little weird, but I've always wanted to hunt a human being. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not going to do that because James. I would go to what? Because I would go to jail. But if it's a hologram, no one's getting hurt. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I could make a hologram of Mike. And wait, are you saying you want to hunt a hologram of me? No, but you know, if it's a hologram, there's no harm in it. I've got a question for you guys. If if you're married, okay, Mm -hmm. and you found out that you're wife was having sex with roy orbison hologram yes or any hologram or robot would you be jealous yes yeah yeah if i found out that my wife or partner whoever had been running around with a hologram roy orbison but it's not real it's not real roy orbison doesn't matter you just wouldn't want that huh yeah you I, I would be I, I'm more concerned of the robot because if the robot and we're assuming it's a heterosexual relationship mm. I imagine their penis has more sensors on it than oh, my penis does God. and can mm, that's a good anticipate point. things that I possibly couldn't with my uh, penis that is not as intelligent it's not an intelligent penis let's be honest we're, it's an unfair advantage the robots have because we as flesh and blood humans we have you know prehistoric uh, penises and we're going up against, or were they're like you know Stone Age? Whatever, it's like old. They're you know maybe you do. It's an <laughs> it's an old design, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not as good as a robot. I, I don't know. I think if my wife was like, "Hey, honey, I want I'm gonna have a roll in the hay with you know 1989 Mark Harmon tonight." Oh my god! I'd be like, eh, all right. I would not like it if she made love to real Mark Harmon again. An old reference, Gulad, that in the future, everyone honestly, would I, I would be, I would be ahead mm-hmm. of you right now. But 
if it's a if it's a robot one or a hologram version, I guess I'd say, hey, as long as you don't mind me getting with uh, Penelope Cruz from Vanilla Sky. So you pulled out a very obscure reference there, Mark Harmon, who I only know from the movie Summer School, and I think he was on, what else was he on recently? Oh, I think he was on NCIS. Why did your mind go instantly to Mark Harmon? Google him, folks. I think he just is what comes to mind when I think of a handsome man. Is he the main person in NCIS? I think. The the, the gray hair? I think. He's like a third-rate Don Johnson? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Again, I'd put but he's that in, and it would be over. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry if Mark Harmon's listening. I didn't. That you know, it sounds insulting, but it, it's accurate. Mm-hmm. So it, you're you're proposing, James, that for the future, uh, you could have sex with uh, celebrities, but from a specific, yeah, time. Yeah. So it's like I want to have sex with. Uh, Brad Pitt, 1992. Oh, like Legends of the Fall or uh, yeah. Thelma and Louise. Mm-hmm. So Damn. if I if I if I wanted Even to, I, I'm tempted. That now you see when I when I was thinking of the future, I I still was working with the idea that uh, we uh, are only able to still uh, have sex, obviously like virtually, because that's only going to get better. Okay. Uh, so we'll still be able to have virtual sex. But actual sex would still be with people who are, again, close to where we live or uh, uh, friends of friends or people that we play bocce ball with, you know, whatever. Interesting. Whatever you're Yeah, I've been really thinking about this. So I've I've got it really spread out, branched out, my ideas. Oh, yeah. Mm. Space. Yes. The final frontier. And that's a reference to your show, Star Trek. But, um, James, but... What about space? We're ruining this planet, Earth. Allegedly. We are. And a lot of people have been talking about, you know, colonizing Mars for years. Is that going to happen? Are we are we destined to live on Mars or Jupiter or, or even Venus? I, I think the idea is uh, appealing because, um, mm-hmm. uh, like, like anybody, um, there's, there's not, I, I find the idea of a rebirth uh, very cleansing. Yes. Of starting over, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. trying to do change uh, the mistakes you made before. Mm-hmm. That's why you know uh, when people like when people like have near death experiences and they change their life for the better. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're. I think what we hope Mars will be, but I still think the future will be on this planet that we're currently on Earth. Uh, the difference being that um, the class system will only be stronger and. Uh, we will have to hopefully use technology to take down uh, the one percent who will own one percent of the remaining oxygen oh, in the atmosphere, like in Spaceballs. Yes, very much. That's a reference I understand. <laughs> oh, yes. Mel Brooks predicted the future, didn't he? Mm-hmm. More than once. That's right. Yeah, more than once. Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Mm-hmm. The tights became a fashionable thing. Jeggings. Think about it. Yep. Dracula, dead and loving it. Yep. Goth. Culture, yeah, yeah. He predicted everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm wondering? Everyone's like, "Oh, we got to go to Mars." Hey, uh, anybody forget the moon? I feel like the moon is like that person you had a one night stand with, and now you've you've been one, with with that person once, and you forget about them. You're mm-hmm. looking on to the next one. The we big literally one. planted our flag in the moon, and then like, see ya. Yeah, yeah. you know, think about it. I I didn't think about that. That we. We led the moon on to believe that. We led that the moon on. We did. We t- we made the moon believe that it was, listen, you're like, our, you're, you're, Earth is the past, you're, you're the future. Yeah. 
And then the moon sees a picture of our real family. And now it's been (laughs) 50 years since we've been. Moon's going, I'm just waiting for the call. I'm not being ghosted, am I? Like, yeah. Moon, come are. on out. We're all going out uh, for to have some fun tonight. Do you want to come with us? Oh, no, I'm just going to stay in and uh, wait, wait by the phone. Yeah, wait mm-hmm. by the phone for Earth. Waiting by the phone. For waiting Earth. for you to call me. Remember that song? No. Soul Asylum? Yeah, we really mind-fucked the moon. Yeah. <laughs> and I... I wonder, yeah, like, uh, in the, I, I, my, my prediction for the future is that uh, the human need to leave Earth will be sated once we uh, can really see deep into space and realize, like, it's just big. Like, mm. it's just a lot of space, and there's not enough uh, resources on other planets for us to, to use that we have to just be smarter with the resources we have yeah. here can i give you guys a, a cool thing i read in a book <clears throat> sure to, to show you how big the solar system is okay say earth was the size of a pea mm-hmm. um jupiter like you know in a, in a textbook it's like it all looks pretty close mm-hmm. jupiter would be three meters away if earth was the size of a pea okay pluto two kilometers away something roughly like that that's far that's how far even the solar system is. You mm-hmm. need to take a an Uber to get to Pluto if you were traveling through uh, space that if it's that far away. Are there planets though? Even if we're being careful with our resources, are there fun planets we could go to where, like, I don't know if does you know Jupiter or something have a gas that makes our like make our voices go high or like oh. helium or something? Because that'd be mm. fun at least for like a day. Jupiter could be the fun house. Oh yeah, and you can do whatever. You, yeah, Jupiter could be the boys' club. Don't boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider? Oh, oh my god, that's so good. That's a boys' club. So I think Jupiter could be uh, the the ultimate man planet, man cave yeah. slash man planet. Reminds me of um, uh, Home Improvement. Reminds me of Tim Allen going. What's the noise he made? Uh, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Go to yeah. Jupiter, get more stupider. That's, that's right. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, stupider in that you're having a stupid amount of fun. Right, you wouldn't actually. Um, you would like the gases faculty. wouldn't make you dumber. No. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, you still have the same mental capacity that you had. But that would be a terrible Earth. side effect. Like it's like boys' weekend, let's do it. And then you go to Jupiter, and you're all like, duh. <laughs> yeah. And then you come home, and your wives all leave you, and you have to go. Like, you have to be hospitalized. Yeah, like for yeah. the rest of your life, they're cretins. Yeah, and I mean the the thing is, we in the future. We will also uh, have a caveat that the boys, when you're going to Jupiter, to please drink responsibly because uh, right. you're in space and you do not want to get lost in space. Oh, right. You do not want to get lost in space. Yeah. It makes uh, getting lost in the countryside seem like a walk in the park. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Now, if Jupiter makes a, makes boys stupider, of course, the following follow-up question would be, which planet makes us smarter? Because there needs to be a balance, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, would it be, I don't know, uh, go to, uh, well, we already live on Earth. Uh, what are our choices? We have Pluto, can we go to the sun? Mercury. No, I mean, you can't go to the sun. Mercury poisoning is a real problem if you eat too much fish. So that People in the future would probably call Mercury tuna because of the Mercury and tuna. Hey, you going to tuna this weekend? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tuna. 
It's all these guys from uh, New Jersey going, yeah. to, going to space. Yeah, doing a weekend mm-hmm. over at uh, Mercury. That, that's donut. the thing that will never change in the future, actually, is uh, mm. that the personalities and the people that we stereotype here will be even funnier in <laughs> yeah. space. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh we'll God. be, well, <laughs> trust me, the, 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 the New York, New Jersey accent will become even bigger in space. Oh, I love you just, that. Can you imagine someone on, on an on a intercom in space be like, hey, it's me, Tony, open the door. <laughs> That's true. It's I'm floating here. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I'm walking here. here is from New That's York. Right. Yeah, yeah, you never see in sci-fi movies like hear you never hear that accent, do you? Goomba no. in space. Imagine that. Welcome to Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome aboard. There's an assumption that in the future we'll all have uh very quaint British accents, and I just want to yeah. be the first to tell you that the accents we have now will only get stronger in the future. Wow. Will Good. there be That's right. people from Newfoundland in space? Imagine <laughs> that. East Coasters in space. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's Darth Vader. Oh, no. My radiation suit sprung a lake. Mm-hmm. My, my bones are turning into liquid. My Jesus. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Oh. Yeah. Don't, you don't have to imagine it. It will happen. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! Imagine yeah. a I, kitchen I also, party in space. I take I take very big offense to all future movies, futuristic movies where so many of the actors have British accents. Yeah, as if that's the uh, epitome of what like the like British accent has been elevated to a level where even in the future it is mm. the accent we all strive for. Because they already right. do it in in the past when they set a thing in ancient Rome. It's mm-hmm. like Caesar. Really, they're what? They're Italians. What yeah. if so they should be? Yo, Caesar. What's yeah. going? Yeah, they hey, should be going Caesar. Hey. <laughs> hey, Caesar. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. Hey, two Brutus. It was. Hey, two Brutus. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'd also like to see because I'm. You know, we're all we're three Canadians here. I'd like to see a futuristic movie or a movie about ancient Rome where all the people uh, have like a hoser accent, like a mm-hmm. Hey, Caesar. We are going out to get some coffee. Do you want anything? <laughs> or like in space, like, oh, no, the, the Death Star is coming for us. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Something like that'd be yeah. nice. Well, hey, maybe this is something we should try to get a grant for. <laughs> the three of us. Telefilm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Canucks and Canucks in space. Canucks in space, yeah. <laughs> space, yeah. Who would you choose? If you could dreamcast a movie called Canucks in space, mm. and money's no object. Yes. I think it'd be fun if we if we went around and mm. sort of just dreamed it up. I, I'm going to say my dream cast for a movie called Canucks in Space would probably be, I would say, uh, Alex Trebek, mm. <laughs> famous Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have um, Mrs. Elvis Costello, Diana Krall, because she, she's elegant and she plays jazz piano. Mm. And the third one... Jay Burrishell, who just actually published a book about how much he loves the Montreal Canadiens. Mm-hmm. Imagine them in space. I, I, how about this one? I'll say cast Matthew Perry as the space villain. Oh! And he'd be like, you know, can you shoot them yet? Or however he talked. Could right. you be whatever? From anymore? Friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But imagine him as the, as the Darth Vader type. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised no one mentioned Howie Mandel. I think oh! Howie Mandel should be. Oh! You nailed it. He already already looks like he does live in space. He yes, does. his body looks like it has absolutely no hair on it whatsoever. And he's so yeah. afraid of germs, he'd probably love living in a vacuum. He That's would love right. it. Right, he would be one of the first people to move to space. He absolutely would. Mm. Um, I hope he, while he was in space, though, he was he'd still be able to be a judge on America's Got Talent and make prank shows like How We Do It. Mm-hmm. And um, be able to do stand-up comedy as well. Yeah, 
He could be the character who's like the Oracle. And it's like, they're in the spaceship and they're like, what do we do? We don't know. We're going to die. We're the good guys and we're in trouble. And then someone's like, we've got to summon the Oracle. And then they press, like they do all this magical stuff. And then this figure appears in a cloak, kind of like a hologram almost. And it's Howie. Wow. He's like, listen, my children, you've got to do this. What about, is his name Alex Mandel? Howie Mandel's son, who's a big YouTuber? Oh, God. Oh, really? I'd love to see him in space. That would be interesting. I'd love to shoot him into space. I find that a lot of famous can. Oh come on! I find a lot of famous Canadian uh, comedians have really talented uh, children, and I'd love to see them all, uh, <laughs> you know, go to space. That's true. Yeah, Dan Levy. We'll 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 maybe <laughs> maybe we'll take all the children of famous Canadian celebrities, and uh, actually, they, why not put them all in one show? Yeah. in space right imagine he'd have to have their extra... star why don't make them the cast of connects in space oh shit yeah you nailed it i i personally uh i i i uh speaking of being a child of a famous uh celebrity i think that's a that's a huge pressure yeah that is not talked about enough of oh god yeah the fact that like like michael jordan has a son yes yeah. a couple sons in fact if i'm not mistaken and some of them did play basketball, but it's like the pressure of trying to play uh, under in the shadow of a parent who was clearly one of the best to ever do right uh, yeah. play basketball. Doesn't isn't LeBron's son like a good basketball prospect? Yeah, he is. Yeah, and LeBron is LeBron's coaching him, but even that, it's still like it's it's a lot of pressure to. I don't. Some rather... parents do. Some kids do end up like. You know, being good in the in, in the same fields their parent yeah. is, you know, um, but it's 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 a hard it's a hard thing. In space, we're hoping there'll be less judgment um, in what career choices you make and Hopefully. not having to follow your parents' footsteps. If, if I were Lebr- LeBron James's son, I would sort of not even try and do basketball because of that pressure, mm-hmm. and I'd sort of become a nerd or something. Or I'd I'd pick like um, I don't know coding or uh, baking or something as my yeah. specialty. Something my dad you know, didn't, wasn't the master of. Here's mm. one p- way I disagree with you, though, Guled, is that if you're an athlete, it's tough if you're Michael Jordan or LeBron's son because you have to be good at sports. Like, and you can see your stats and you have to be good to get to the NBA. If you're the son of a famous comedian, you can just get a show and you might not be good. That's true. There's no stats. There are no stats. I mean, uh, may- maybe that's something we should introduce: is like lap per minute, like um, yeah, LPM. Oh what are what are what are some of the, what are some of the stats that that's comedians? That's a good idea. I bet Howie's so. LPMs are off the charts, though. I, I bet like Howie probably has the highest LPM average in the league. Hmm. Um. What would that, be- so would that be the main thing? Like you know, there's like this points per game, rebounds per game. It's like an yeah. LPM. Is there like uh, applause standing breaks, o. standing O's? So O's maybe applause break, yes. Yeah, so uh, Heckler destroyed HDs. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that'd be rare. That'd be like if you had like five a year. That'd be like really good. Mm-hmm. Callbacks, CBs. Like if you introduce a joke at the beginning of the show, you bring it back at the end. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. good. And he used to be famous, uh, specifically Howie, for as part of his act, he would put a uh, medical rubber glove over his head and inflate it. Which is, I just, just even describing that now, I um, can hardly talk from laughter, but he uh, had to stop doing that because he blew out his, um, what do they call the uh, your sinuses. Oh, damn. Yeah. 
That I I have to commend him for because I'm just picturing someone trying to put a medical glove over their head. Ooh. Seems <laughs> like a lot of work and dangerous. Yeah, um, we could have lost him the other the day when I was you know staying here at Michael's. Michael brought up how remember the prank show how we do it. I've, the, the I've how we made prank of it. show. I've heard of and it. Mike Mike was saying that the theme song to it was the theme song to how we do it was. This is how we do it. And that's not even a joke. Dude, that's, that's wow. True. He this took one of my favorite Montel songs ever. Only song I know of Montel's. Is that Montel Jordan? <laughs> yeah. Montel, this is how we do it. I was thinking yeah. the other day, you know what 90s R&B song I really like? Um, Return of the Mac. Yes. Mark Morrison? You, you, yeah. You yeah. lied to me. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, did, did. I love you. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do, do, do. Oh, that's Return good. Of... Yeah. I would love to, in the year 3330, <laughs> go to a Mark Morrison concert. <laughs> Wouldn't that Hologram? be great? Or Brain or in a Jar. Wh- whatever he's more, most comfortable with. Well, yeah, is that Brain in a Jar thing ever going to happen? Or Head in a Jar? I mean, that'll be just more of a novelty thing. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, just it showing people like you have Napoleon's brain. Uh, it's still, it'd still be very, uh, you have to have a lot of money and wealth to get a brain in a jar. Jamie Kennedy will probably do it as a joke. Like, <laughs> I'm a brain in a jar. Yeah. That or the be. jackass guys. Oh, those guys. Yeah. Those guys are going <clears> to <throat> be. They'll probably uh, put their balls in a jar. <laughs> that actually does Imagine- bring up a good question is uh, because of. The lack of gravity in the future, as I was mentioning, a lot of jackass stunts required them falling Ooh. or hurting right. themselves. They're screwed. So they're going to have so, to readjust their entire MO. They will. prank based. How would you do a prank in zero gravity? I'm just trying to think off the top of my head here. Would, you, would the prank be that you... You go underneath someone and you get a, whoop, a water balloon <laughs> and you release it and it floats up and hits the guy in the head. That's right. You would have to, because you can't throw the balloon at them. Yeah, You'd have right. to open it under them. Use gravity. And then it would use, yeah. use the gravity. For and it then hit because them the there's no gravity, they'd choke on the water because it would, wouldn't go down your esophagus. It would just stay right. in the back of your throat. Now, that would be interesting because they do also have the pranks where like they shave their pubes and put it on like food and stuff and have someone eat it. Been that that wouldn't work that. in zero gravity. It wouldn't work, but if you just shave your pubes, it's everywhere. Oh. Yeah. Now that's even Spaceship more insidious. Crashes. Yeah, that's what will happen, yes. And that's the ultimate prank. And you also just gave me an idea of something to do to Mike this week. Oh, mm-hmm. If you do that, if you put a glass of orange juice full of your... For this week, it was it. fruit flies. Next week, it's going to be pubes. But imagine that, though. A prank gone bad. They think that they're going to put their pubes in a pizza, and instead a cloud of pubic hair gets caught up in the... the eyes of the that's a good the captain of a spaceship and he crashes into a meteor it's a good sci-fi idea you know it's a it's a guy in a spaceship going for a date thinks oh i better trim my pubes Mm -hmm. crashes a damn ship it's a tragedy starts out as a rom-com ends up as a a bumbling uh, fool and that will uh star uh king's the queen um (gasps) kevin james kevin james James. ah crap i gotta shave my pubes i gotta date Mm mm-hmm what are other pranks you could do with zero gravity? I'm just trying to think. Because they did things like they would drink disgusting things. They would throw themselves down hills. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you could still drink something disgusting in zero gravity. But... Well, they they would rip off Tom Green and do pranks against their family. You know, like play a loud noise in the middle of the night or something like that. Right. So they, you play a loud noise in the middle you know, of the like night. You know, like wake up their parents by... Right. 
playing electric guitar in their bedroom at two in the morning or something. Mm. Right. And then, oh, here's, here's the, here's the prank. I've got it. Mm -hmm. Johnny Knoxville plays electric guitar loud in the middle of the night in space. And between his room and his parents' room, there was like a anti-gravity lock and he opens it. Mm. So when his father comes out to tell him to like, stop playing guitar, he just is like, he floats away in space. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Great prank. Honestly. Uh, Yeah. I do. I do. I do like that. Yeah. I was thinking it's also something to do with zero gravity of, uh, of, of taking of if they were in a chamber where you could turn off the gravity at any moment, that while someone's sleeping and they're floating, you oh. turn off the gravity. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you just fly, fly into the ceiling. Yeah, fly into the ceiling or they just hurt themselves. And you could put something hard or sh- like jagged oh. on, the t- on the ceiling. And guys, yeah. what happens to us when we're sleeping? Boners? Oh. You fly into the ceiling. Bonk. Oh, oh my boner. That's right. That'd be funny. It hit the ceiling. Hey. I wish it hit the ceiling when I was lying in the bed. That would mean it was huge. <laughs> it wasn't the case. I floated. Or I'm adding on to it. You have a ceiling fan. Oh, and you put the person. Oh, hey, I, yes. oh, it looks like I just got circumcised. That's right. <laughs> Will circumcision still exist in the future? Because this is something I've never heard anyone talk about this. Mm. Yeah, no, it's it's very true. Um, well, in the future, uh, you know. Circumcision will still be a thing. It'll be it'll be more precise. It'll be laser precise. Um, <laughs> wow! But the the truth is, you will uh, have the option to have a, like it will be a more of a spectacle. Um, wow! You don't have to do it. To, uh, the child won't be done to un- unwitting child children. You'll be a fully grown adult, and you can decide whether you want to do a and I'll put laser party in quotations. Mm. You invite your oh, friends wow. to. It's like a quinceanera, except for <laughs> circumcision. I, I'd love to invite people to that. I would, you know, have my human friends, but also I would invite hologram Roy Orbison <laughs> to my... Thank you for inviting me to this bruise. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Oh. wow. And I think that will be, if, uh, if you do decide to get circumcised, you get circumcised and you just let it float into space. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. that's kind of fun. Aliens uh, a million years from now are like, what is this? Uh, is it uh, calamari? Or- mm-hmm. uh, not exactly. <laughs> Do you think that the characters in sitcoms Star will Wars- be so huge in space? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that will be so big. Now that we're on this subject, and uh, I just got asked, do you think the characters in like Star Wars or Alien were circumcised? Or <laughs> you know, that's the thing because we we never uh, we never considered Chewbacca? the sexuality. No way. That's right. I mean, the thing is, we, we don't know what Chewbacca's penis looks like. No clue. No one's, no one's ever... Enough. There might be fan fiction out there, but it's only what we could imagine. It's up to J.J. Abrams to reveal. <laughs> and I think, like. that's, I think that's what most Star Wars fans are mad about when rebooting the franchise. Like, oh, absolutely. why haven't we seen Chewbacca's dick yet? Yeah, <laughs> it's ruining my childhood. We still haven't seen it. We haven't. We know, we know Chewbacca's actually active. There's no way. I feel way. like Yoda is circumcised, and I feel like Chewbacca is not. <laughs> I don't I like know to, why I feel that way, but I do. And and I'll add on to that. I I agree with you because I think in the future, if if Star Wars is what we're meant to believe is so far into the future, that they do have technology. Chewbacca can shave at any point. Yes, and chooses not. They have to. blades. That's, that's a lifestyle choice. Yeah, that's a lifestyle. And I imagine that choice also extends to not being circumcised. Me too. That's why I think that's why I'm thinking it. Whereas Yoda's hairless. He's well groomed. Mm-hmm. He's got the robe. What about Obi Wan Kenobi? <laughs> Well, he's European, so I'd say no. Well, he's British, isn't he? Uh, yeah, British. England. Well, they're leaving. Uh, it's called Brexit. <sighs> oh, well, yeah, I, that was, got you. Whatever. 
Got you there. <coughs> um, who else in Star Wars could we talk about being circumcised? Han Solo, yes. Han Solo, for sure. Luke, yes. Yeah. Jabba um, the Hutt? C-3PO, no, if he has one. Mm-hmm. Jabba R2- the Hutt, big... Ooh, that's a tough one, actually. R2-D2 looks like a mechanical penis. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to assume R2-D2 is already circumcised as... as, as the I agree with you. I think Jabba is... R2-D2 is... Mm-hmm. Well, even just for health reasons, because it's um, hot for a guy that big. Well, for a guy that big, you know, you don't shower for a few days and mm. there could be a buildup of, um, you know, all sorts of juices and things. So mm. I think it's just, um, yeah, safer. That's true. For, for a clean, yeah, for like just, and I imagine it's hard for Jabba the Hutt to clean uh, himself. So point. it would make sense that just from a safety standpoint, yeah. just uh, health wise, <clears throat> absolutely, to be circumcised. Yeah. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Luke, I have something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got oh Darth Vader adult circumcision, and that's why he's so m- mad. Oh, he had an infection at twenty. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I want to think, think stormtroopers are get the choice. I feel like that's one of the few choices they're allowed to make. Is <laughs> be nice, a little bit of individuality. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, just a tiny bit. That's we don't know. That's the individual. The individuality Imagine like they have. if you could see like when you see like a scene in Star Wars where there's like this army of stormtroopers. If there was something where you could put on glasses, some sort of three D glasses, be like, oh, these ones are circumcised, these ones aren't. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, that would be. That'd be a fun game to play. <laughs> it makes Star Wars. Even more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. If they don't do this in the next one, they're idiots. Yeah. Well, should we uh, <clears throat> should we take a break? We, we we do one final segment where we each play a very short little game. Mm-hmm. Um, should we take a break, Mike, and and come back with the game? I'm up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, great. <laughs> Welcome back to the pod mess. It's the final segment, so that means it's time for the, the game. game. It's time for the game, the game, the game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral, and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game. Um, and uh, we've got a good game this week, Michael. We certainly do, James. Let me tell you all about it. Is that Don Pardo? I guess so. Is, did we lose him? Did he pass away? Not, not sure. We'll get. Oh, Glitz yeah, saying yeah. Yes, Don, we did. Don Pardo yeah. did, uh, did did pass away. Oh, um, I think maybe a couple of years ago. Very recent. I'm so sorry, sorry to that. if anyone in his family. Mike Myers. I he already did sound like a ghost. I come yeah. to think of it, yeah. Foreshadowing. That's very true. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I am. I'd like to apologize to any of the Pardo family who might be listening to this. Didn't mean to, you know, rub salt in the wound. But we do have a fun game this week, don't we, James? That's right. It's called "What Era in History Do You Think Is Coolest?" And we 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 chose this game because we've been talking about future all show, so we don't want to future, 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 future. Exactly. We don't want to leave out the past. So, so why don't I go first? My what I think was the coolest era of all time. There's so many eras to choose from. There's Jesus time. There's cowboy time. Um, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say the coolest era in history is right now. 
Um, I think that because my yeah. life's great and I'm extremely happy. And when it's what else in history have we had? You know, this EDM music, uh, UFC going on. Twitter's always fun to look at. Social media, corporations, which is great for me. So I'm going to say right now is the coolest era in history. Really interesting. I mean, things are pretty. Big. Imagine Dragons exist now. I love that band. Right. I mean, I guess that is true. They never existed. Yeah. Before that. Um, I'll go next. Sure. So, hmm, let me think. So many years and eras to choose from. It's a very tough decision. But I think the era I think is the coolest, which I would love to have uh, visited, is the Elizabethan era. Of course, I'm talking about the era of Shakespeare. And uh, I'd love to close my eyes and wake up and be able to visit the Globe Theater, right? And see the, the opening night performance of hamlet you know when you go to the opening night of a movie like you know we talked about star wars earlier people stand in line for star wars imagine standing in line in london in the 1600s to see hamlet you definitely would have fit in better at that time i would say i'm not sure because my immune system is very weak and I could have maybe become sick easily, but I, you know, I'm willing to risk or to risk it. But then again, and you, you also get a lot of sicknesses and problems present day, so maybe it wouldn't be that different. True. Gulad, how about you? What what era would you love to visit? Um, I would love to. Um, I think the coolest era was the 1940s. Um, that for me was really yeah. Why is that? I mean, it was it was uh, you know World War Two. Yes, the 1940s is known for uh, World War II, uh, but I think behind that, in the background, was uh, the heyday of private investigators. Oh, right. Yes. Like film noir. Uh, yeah, oh, film noir types. And, and I like that because came in or whatever. it was a time before you could Google or, or check someone's Facebook and stalk them and see what they were doing to see if like people were cheating on you looking at their phone. Yeah. So you 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 needed to pay someone money so they could find out what your loved one was doing or who usually it was about like yeah, finding out if someone's cheating on you or if someone So right. just an era where it was a bit more the way you found out if your <laughs> significant other was cheating on you was a bit more romantic? It was. Yeah, there was a whole process like you had to leave uh, your house. And- yeah. And that's what you're kind of looking for in a cool. It is because now, like, I think it's a little too easy to find out someone's cheating on you. Um, hmm. That if you just it takes have the to fun s- out of it, it does. I mean, I hear people like stumbling upon that like through their partner's email, you know, and it's like, oh, email. It like, is really easy now. Yeah, just, you know, if their phone's just, laying around, you give it a look. That's it. You just have to look at it, and some people still have you know the option where you can read the full text messages on their notification um, yeah. without oh, it making it just the name and a text message that shows what's written in the text message. So well, I That's mean, a dead giveaway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Back then... It Let's was have like, sex again. Exactly. <laughs> that could be the message. The message every person hates to see. On their- <laughs> that's what it, I mean, that's what gives it away usually is yeah. the, how, how forward and Let's and have honest. secret sex again. Let's have secret sex again behind the back of your partner. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Why didn't I change my settings? That's yeah. a that's a relationship ender. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That kind of message. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. It was kind of more fun back then. A bit of bit of uh, you know yeah romance to to the whole yeah. to, to the thrill of the chase yeah. it was yeah and then you needed someone to comfort you so you might have sex with a private investigator so that was also cool as well right wait why might you have sex with a private investigator uh, cuz like you feel comforted after they oh, find out okay. that you're being cheated on and oh, they yeah. 
they give you the kind words that you were hoping your partner or the support that you were hoping your partner would give you. Yeah. And I just yeah. think, I don't know, there's something about private investigators who set their own schedules and drink whenever they want to that I imagine the sex would also be uh, equally unpredictable. Right. <laughs> right. You don't know how it's going to go. It could be yeah. wild. It could be... It could be, it could be tame. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, there's a lot that they, they don't tell you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Plus the fashions. I, I, I can picture you in a cool trench coat in the rain. You would look cool. By a lamppost smoking mm-hmm. a cigarette with like a fedora on. And and, and then rolling up a newspaper just yeah. the last second. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Smoking a cigarette, drinking a whiskey or something. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like out there in the rain, drinking a whiskey, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> you know how <laughs> I... I sopping can... wet newspaper that you roll up at the last moment. Yeah. And the rainwater is filling in your... Like, dr- filling in your Watering whiskey down your whiskey. You know what I could really yeah. picture? Mike being the dude whose wife's definitely cheating on him with tons of guys. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he calls you up. Yeah. I need you to do something for me. And you go investigate. And Mike's just, oh, I'm so worried. Oh, my wife's cheating on me. And you investigate and you find out she definitely has yes. cheated on him with a ton of guys. A ton of people. And then um, well. and then you also get with Mike's wife. <laughs> and then you have to tell Mike. And he's I so do. sad. That, that would be the, the har- hardest part. Because I'm also, I imagine uh, I'd be a man of integrity. Yeah. Yeah. After I had sex with his wife, I'd have to tell Mike. And also insist that and Mike doesn't pay me for my services. Because yes. I feel like... I didn't do the job I was supposed to. I did investigate, but then I yes. I, I I went too deep that I forgot that I was a yeah. private investigator and I just She became, was into you and she she, was. she romanced you and you did yeah. the opposite thing of what I asked you to. Yeah. That's right. So like I think you, I mm-hmm. didn't give you the service you you needed. Um I forgive you. Yeah. And <laughs> Thank you. You're I I didn't I didn't expect you, it. I didn't expect it so soon. Mike oh. is such a pushover. No, I just I'm thinking in terms of his, if this was a movie, how cool that scene would be where I like. So you'd say, I no, say, no, I, I forgive, forgive you. you, and I insist I pay you the full amount. Actually, that's a cool plot twist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I would be taken back because then if you, I, I, if you insisted on paying me the full amount and you forgave me that quickly, <laughs> I don't think there's gonna be stopping me from having sex with your wife again if she was interested. Great point. Yeah, like sequel, a sequel. Yeah. Yeah, like, like obviously she's super, like you know she sort of saw you and thought, oh, this is a handsome, um, cool detective, a lot cooler than my husband, and mm-hmm. yeah, things happen. I mean, could that be what it is that like you unknowingly uh, work things out with your wife and realize that maybe you do need to open up the relationship more, and mm, uh, you still right. remain your wife's primary, and I become a secondary, and, and we're I'm, cool. Right. Yeah, and you, yeah, am I allowed to have? You know, uh, a second myself. No, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I think mean, no. You, you could. No, no. Okay, no, he's got to be like only with don't, his wife. Don't listen to James. Mm. That's my uh, number one advice. Mike, you're I'm, not exactly cut out to be Polly. <coughs> he also has very piercing eyes. So when when he stares at you, you have to agree with him. <laughs> the detective? No, James. When James stares oh, at you. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Well, yes. Absolutely. I, uh, disagree. That's this all. could be great, and then there could be sequels every year, and every year it's you. Getting with Mike's wife again. Mm-hmm. And me ask the, the whole plot is I come to your office and say, tell me the truth. <laughs> Are you once again having sex with my wife? And the whole plot hinges on that. And yeah. once, it's always yes. <laughs> and you always forgive him and pay him the full amount. <laughs> do you come Do you come to me? Because I imagine if you just asked a question, I would, there'd be no reason for me to investigate anything. Would you say, I have a suspicion my wife is cheating on me? <laughs> I guess, yeah. 
I would say that, and then you wouldn't have to do any snooping around. It'd be so easy yeah. for you. You just get to have this awesome affair. Yeah. Well, I'd pay. I'd pay to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Well, oh. God. Well, the great episode, Gulat. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. You've made the, the future seem less scary and mm-hmm. cooler than than I felt it would be at the beginning of the show. Absolutely. I just want to remind people: the future is a lot sicker than we could ever imagine. Certainly is. Love it. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much, and uh, Mike. Cool. James. See you next week. I will see you next week too. Oh. That was a robot. Bye, everybody. Love.